Hello, and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we're so happy to be back with you guys. Woo-hoo! It has been, pro- I think it's been three weeks since we've done a podcast, no. or has it been only two? I don't think, well, Fall Festival week. Fall Festival week, and then cruise. Yep. And, and I then guess post-cruise. And post-cruise. <laughs> yeah, so it's been three weeks. It's been crazy. Um, we apologize to our listeners for not not being on the last few weeks, but we've been we've been a little busy. Yep. We uh we had our famous fall festival. We talked. I think we talked about that. The yeah, podcast we did. Before. The fall festival for any of you though who do, does not know. Yes. Is um a week of nonprofits. They come together on about four or five blocks. Yeah. Um, in kind of a downtownish looking type area, and um, they have all these booths. And they sell food. Yeah, they sell whatever basically they want. Yeah. Um, of course, um. The Department like of Health comes through before yeah. and everything, but they sell um, all kinds of fried food mostly. It's not very healthy usually. Yeah. And um, there's rides. It feels sort of in. like a, the non-alcoholic version of Mardi Gras. Yeah. Or maybe like a fair type. Yeah. Situ- except it's it's local people. It's mm-hmm. your friends and your kids' Boy Scout troop or whatever. Yeah. Pulling together and selling, you know, food. So. It w- what's better about it than a fair? Is it doesn't cost you any money to go to it, right? It's free. Well, um, kinda. You have to pay for parking, but yeah, you pay for parking, and th- that's another good thing. Like yeah. nonprofits from all over town come into these companies' parking lots. And the companies and just say, donate their parking. Yeah, lots and for just them. say, hey, can we use your parking lot and charge? And then they get they do the parking and get and the get money. Hundred percent profits. You know the yeah. businesses. They could say, yeah, for. But from what I've been told, most businesses, yeah, and they just donate their lots and they. Some of them close out, or they make sure they get parking permits for their employees to mm-hmm. park during the day. Yeah, but, um, you know, like, say, a high school softball team takes yeah. over a parking lot, and then they charge each car, like, five bucks or mm-hmm. seven bucks or whatever to park. And so... Yeah. Parking did get a little bit more expensive this year. I Some know. Parking went up. prices. There was, like, an increase. They had such a high overhead. And if you can find a street <laughs> parking spot, then... You know, you get free parking. And, and for me, I get there so early every day that I always get um, a street spot. Street spot. And I was joking with the the parking lot person, the tenant person that was that I always pass when I walk to our booth, and and I said, I feel like that's my spot. It's there every day. Aww. <laughs> and it, like the whole that whole street could be full up, but that one spot's still there. Mm-hmm. And. And so for Matt, it's a very busy week because it is a very busy week. he opens the booth, which the, the doesn't open until like 10, right? Mm, yeah, I get usually get down there at nine, but you get down there earlier yeah. and then he closes. So I think it closes at like 10 or something. And then I do help do the, if I don't have somebody helping me, I do the dishes. Yeah, he goes back to church and does like an hour or two of dishes. So literally he comes home at like midnight or one and mm-hmm. goes back and does it all over yeah. this next day. So it's kind of rough, but um, luckily we have great volunteers from our church. It was a good week. We had a good week with volunteers. I know we had one day where somebody had to leave in an emergency kind of situation, and you started to kind of. Oh my goodness! You you called me and you were like, "I'm freaking out. We're shorthanded. I don't know how we're going to make it through the lunch rush." And we no, it wasn't just lunch rush. It was like I knew, based on what he said, it was going to be lunch rush into dinner, and this was on a Saturday. Which on Which Saturdays at Fall day. Festival, yeah. you're basically busy. You don't stop being busy all day. Right. Until the till the big parade at the end of the day, and sometimes it'll die down then. Yeah. that's It's an all-day thing on yeah. Saturdays. So um, 
we posted on Facebook and texted out and had people there within what within would you say? Within 20, 30 minutes. No way, really? Yeah. And not only that, I had other people offer to come down after we had people come yeah. down and I had to turn people away. Yeah. Because we had too much help. Yeah. So it you, went from there's like such thing as too many workers at in a, a small booth. booth. Yeah. yeah. In a small booth. You had so many, too, so many cooks in the kitchen kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So that's really cool that that happened. And I was, we, the boys and I, we were at Schnucks, I think that's a grocery store and we stopped and prayed. And when I told them not long after that daddy was okay and yeah. everything was fine, they were like, praise the Lord. God answered our prayers. Yeah, they were so sweet. And then right after the fall festival ended, which I worked about 80 hours that week, mm-hmm. I did the math. Um, 80 hours of on my feet and grease and nastiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I got on TV. Yeah, but Again, I didn't get to see no. it. Every year they interview you. I, it seems like every year I've been interviewed by I don't know how you station. get to do it out of the it's hundreds I'm so of booths. Good looking. It's probably why. They're like, ooh, look at that handsome guy. Just make sure you're wearing your ring during those oh, interviews. I made sure I had my ring on during that interview. I didn't want her hitting on me. Just kidding. I, that, I knew that wouldn't happen. Not but her, but the thousands of people watching yeah, on true. the television. Thousands of people. Will come down to the booth. With bated breath as they <laughs> see me. Come on their TV. They're say, not there for the cheese fries. Who is fries. that handsome man selling fries? <laughs> They're not there for those loaded cheese fries. Yeah, they are. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. But anyway, so right after that, like that next Sunday, the next day, we we get up and we leave our house at around, what, 8.30 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Drive down to New Orleans. Yeah. St- and uh, on top of that, Hurricane, what was the hurricane's Nate. name? Nate. Hurricane Nate was coming through that day. Yeah, so we were trying to avoid the hurricane. So instead of going down through Alabama like we normally would have done, we went down through Mississippi and went through Jackson, Mississippi, and we literally drove around the hurricane. Drove around it. It was perfect. Like we kind of had mostly sunny weather the whole time. And then we stayed at a hotel that night in Slidell. And then it was a long day though because it was. We drove around. It added time to our thing, and then of course we had to stop and Uh eat and stuff. We're not, I'm not the quickest driver. Like, I feel like I have to go to the bathroom like every five minutes. I am like, usually on Sunday after fall festival, after church, I go, I crash. Mm -hmm. I literally sleep the whole day. Mm -hmm. And so here I am driving. Yeah. So I'm tired. I'm a little bit grumpy. And I, I, I didn't, I only snapped two or three times instead of like the 10. I I remember you starting to kind of like, I got a little snippy at the end of the day. Well, yeah, at the end of the day you did, but I saw you kind of like, you were like, I'm tired. And you're like, Ellie, we need to pull over and you need to drive. And I was like, <laughs> okay, no problem. Yeah. And then I just rested my eyes and fell asleep in the yeah. back seat. But so we drive down to New Orleans. And then the next morning we, we get up, we eat breakfast. We drive down to the port. Which port wasn't bad. New Orleans. And yeah. We got down there. You were there. so nervous. I was. I was. You were like, how's this going to all work out? Because you get down there and you, you see all these guys and you're just trusting that they're with their cruise line. Because <laughs> they have a shirt like, on. Yeah, we'll take, your, we'll take your luggage. Yeah. And then they take your luggage. <laughs> and then you drive like five more blocks. And you got to drive five more blocks to find a parking space. Yeah. You're like, well, I hope they're not going to tow me. I hope there's going to be no nasty storm because it's not a covered parking lot. And, and, and then we finally get, we get in there, we get in line. The line's not moving. It's forever long. I'm thinking, oh man, this is going to take forever. It was about an hour, but, but it the felt line moved like a lot faster. Once it was it an going. hour, but it felt like an eternity. I know. Because we were um, hauling like carry-ons and we didn't realize what it would be like. So we actually, yeah we actually gave our roller bags to the porter 
And the carry-ons were all shoulder bags. <laughs> I know. And and then on top of that, we next time, which we probably won't go on a cruise again, but if we do and we're bringing pops on board, we're putting them in a roller bag. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just... I don't even think we have to carry those on. We could have probably checked them or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, we, if we we're have... We're roller bagging everything we're roller bagging for the line. The, the pops onto the, plan, onto the cruise ship. And... Um, and then we went on the cruise. We had a good time. It was a really fun time. Yeah. We had we went on with friends, and we didn't get to see them that much actually no. because we it was so at dinner usually. Yeah, the cruise is so crazy with all the stuff that they have going on, but mm-hmm. it was fun. Our, we only had like one scary moment. Yeah, <clears throat> we were docking at Progreso. Yeah, we were docking at Progreso, um, and, and, and which is in Mexico, and. I got a little bit nervous. We thought we we're, we're gonna riding go the bus down to the beach. Well, we, here, let's back up so everybody knows. We we're trying to be frugal, frugal on this cruise, and not spend eighty dollars a person on excursions. So we didn't buy any excursions. No, we did not. And we were trying to plan our own stuff before we got there. Yeah. And so in Cosmo, which was our first stop, we went to um, Chacanab Chacanab State Park, which I highly recommend if anyone's going to Cosmo. It, it was. was amazing yeah it was like and guys listen if you like <coughs> snorkeling at all or it's ladies perfect get the snorkel gear don't get the guide yeah don't just do the excursion just get just take a taxi to Chakanab yeah. for like ten dollars or i don't remember how we much gave it was. 15 but it was ten dollar it's a ten dollar or oh, no $12 it was 12 ride. yeah we gave him 15 and then pay the 20 dollars a person to go into the mm-hmm. park it's a beautiful Which i know park. it sounds like a lot but but other people that actually had excursions to the same park are spending like seventy five or eighty dollars. Eighty dollars a person. Yeah, but that's that's because it includes like alcohol. Now, and if stuff. you want alcohol and like a buffet, then I guess. But just go whatever. all a cart and don't. Because um, then I bought a lunch. Ellie bought you bought chips and guacamole. Guacamole and. But see, after eating on the cruise, you don't even need like a. All you can eat buffet. Yeah. On an excursion. Because you're already all you can eat every. Yeah. You're, well, already, you're already having three lunch breakfasts, <laughs> yeah. two lunches, so you're and not three even dinners. really that hungry. Yeah. So, but it's really fun. And um, it was just nice. You know, those excursions, they would have made a lot of money on this yeah. because we don't do much drinking. Yeah. The, basically, you're paying for the alcohol. Yeah. And we and don't. If you don't drink alcohol. If you don't drink, then. It's like a uh, waste like, of money. Yeah. It's like you're making a lot of money on us. But anyways, yeah, we love that a la carte. But and anyways, we, Progresso. On Progresso, we were like, we're going to do the same thing, but it's going to be even cheaper because there's a public beach right there's off the pier. There's a public beach. It's free. <laughs> so we're like, we're going to go to the public beach. And so we get this free shuttle. So free again. It was awesome. Yeah. Into the city. And they're like, okay, you just go down two blocks down there to the public beach. <laughs> but when we're coming in, the first thing we see when we cross into the town is like two police officers armed full, guards armed guards full military with gear, like a huge gun with, with automatic weapons yeah like holding I'm this like, huge gun i'm like oh my it wasn't just gosh. a gun on the hip it was like a machine gun i'm like thing. i am scared <laughs> you do not see this in the united states anywhere and so we get there and then this one guy who was really charming i really liked him he was a good salesperson. I'll, I'll give him that. He, he was. was. Excellent sales. There was something about him that I'm like, yeah. I like this guy. Yeah. Anyway, he he offered us for me and Ellie thirty dollars a person for Braden twenty bucks and for Gabe free to go to this private beach that has unlimited drinks, unlimited food, and and no basically, 
there were people selling stuff like hawking wares on the side. Which was really annoying. But from what I heard from the public beach, they were literally getting in their faces. They were. They were putting necklaces on children and being like, please buy this necklace. And yeah. You know, you can't focus on your vacation or relax when you have yeah. people like up in your face. Like we sat next to a couple the next day while we were at the pool, while Brain and Gabe were off swimming. Mm-hmm. And they said that they said men in the back, half the men in the back, half the men in the middle, women and children stay in the between. <laughs> Because we're not letting anybody get kidnapped. Because he said, if I heard one more person say, massage for $10, massage for $10. And like, he's like, I was going to punch somebody and I'm not a violent person. So I thought to myself that $100 he spent to go on the private I think, beach was well worth it. I think it was well good peace of mind. But yeah. it was still an, an adventure and kind of freaky all at the same time. But the kids had fun. So that's yeah. good. Braden had a blast. He said he wants to go on nothing but cruises down the road. Yeah, he did. He'll be he'll be on another cruise Sunday. <laughs> no, we were at that private beach and the people were, you know, hey lady, hey lady, you want this uh, hammock want or whatever? Hammock, glasses, and whatever. I was like, no, I don't want anything. And then after like three hours went by, I'm like, oh, yes, I do think I need those sunglasses. <laughs> and I ended up buying them. And then another hour goes by. Yes, I do want you to make me a bracelet with my kids' names on it. Like, I'm like, why am I spending this money? It's like they wore me down or something. Yeah, well, they didn't wear me down. You were like, no. I was like, no, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> and they were selling these little clicker things that could help them make bird calls. and make, Yeah. You know, I thought the guys that were selling the stuff, they sound really, they fooled me half the time, even though I yeah. knew they were there. No, they would do it, and I would look over, and, and then, then that, I'd be like, ah. and That was a genius yeah. sales technique. But they sold those to some of the kids on the boat, <laughs> some of the teenagers on the boat. And I was in the elevator with one of the boys that bought oh, one. He no. goes, he goes, is there a bird somewhere? I'm like, <laughs> we're on an elevator. <laughs> you're There's not, no birds in the middle of the ocean. Us, okay. And so, and it, you're annoying. It was a little so don't annoying. Do that. But I'm happy I didn't have a bunch of teenagers there with me. I love my teenagers. Yeah. But I'm happy I didn't have them all there with me. But we did ha- enjoy pizza every night. Yes, you would have pizza like at bedtime. I think I gained seven pounds on that. There was a day I had two lunches. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Yeah. they had guys, um, Guy Frere, wait, what's his name? Yeah, that's right. Guy Frere hamburger joint, whatever. Yeah, it was really amazing french fries and hamburgers. I did gain seven pounds, but I've already lost it. That's awesome. I think it was just water weight because of all the I didn't look. I I didn't get on the scale because I'm scared to. You still haven't gotten on the scale? No. Well, that's okay. <laughs> no, the the last day I was like, I haven't tried this place and this place yeah. and this place, and I'm like, I'm doing it today. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so I spread it out, and I tried to only eat half of the food, but that didn't quite work because it was so good. But and anyways. so then last week we don't really have much to announce. We we just we just hung out, tried, to recover, tried to recover from, from all that stuff, the craziness. And then the weekend we had family in, yeah. so that was yeah. Wild and crazy. We're celebrating my nephew's birthday, so it was very sweet. So uh, today I want to transition. I'm going to transition into our topic for this week. Um, God's been really speaking to me and dealing with me on a few things, and and uh, he. I went for a walk, and and God gave me a scripture that I want to share with you guys tonight. It's in Jeremiah chapter seven, start is verses five through eight. So I'm going to read this really quick, and then we're gonna. Just talk about this for a few minutes, and um, today's topic is about what what do you do when hardships come your way, or when you have a, when something some sort of hardship comes your way. Do you allow your roots to go deep, or do you allow yourself to wither? Um, 
This is what it says. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhibited, salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by, lo- or worried by long mount- months of drought. They le- their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. To me, this is a very powerful image. You see two different types of people here. Somebody who who um, place all their hope and all their trust in in their paycheck or in their or in just other people, and then those who who in spite of the good times or the bad times, they place all their trust in God. And when you do that, um, when you're when you're the first person, when, you th- when you're person number one, you places all your trust in humans. It's it's powerful because you see here in Proverbs chapter or sorry Jeremiah seventeen that they that they are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an un- uninhabited salty land. That that's that's amazing because stunted shrubs or shrubs or bushes their roots aren't known to go deep. It, it's sort of like it's sort of like a picture to me of the wild of the wild west. When you got you see the tumbleweeds flowing going through the town, why? Because their roots weren't very deep, and so they were able to be blown away because they were withered. They were, they lost all their all their foundation, and and they died. And when trouble comes on some people, they wither up. They get angry. They get bitter. They get salty. They get angry. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord. Who they're like trees. And they dig down deep, and they find the water. And no matter what's going on around them, they could it could be a desert around a tree that's got deep roots and has found a water source that even when it's the roughest of rough times, they'll still produce fruit. Um, you know, we're called to produce fruit as people. We see it all throughout the New Testament. Jesus is talking about how if we don't produce fruit, we'll be cut up and thrown into the fire. And so... Trees that are that have their root system found in water will um, they will not stop producing fruit. In fact, they'll stay green even when they're in a desert season. You know, it makes me think about what we've been going over in our women's Bible study hmm. at the church. Um, we're doing a book called Finding Father. I'm yeah. I think I mentioned that on this podcast before, but I just love it, and um, it's a twelve week Bible study about really looking at God as your father yeah. and what that means and how sometimes we look at that through filters of our own earthly fathers or mm-hmm. different experiences we may have had. And um, right now it's talking about how to be a daughter rather than being an orphan. That's really good. That's and I really think good. daughters, you know, they're going to put their roots down deep. Like mm-hmm. that verse was talking about. Um, they're going to look at the situation and say, okay, um, I'm not an orphan. I'm not abandoned. Mm-hmm. You know, God cares about me. He cares about this situation. You have to choose to believe that. Yeah. And we'll put a link in the show notes about that book in case you guys are interested in finding out more. But um, you really have to, they call it orphaning out. Like when you are basically in your flesh and like yeah. you're full of anxiety and freaking out and panicking about a situation or whatever. 
and that's like, such a powerful picture though yeah and you have to kind of stop and yeah. say wait a minute what's going on here back up i'm going to choose to be a daughter in this situation yeah that's and that's that's what my version of roots going deep would look like that's very powerful and, and when you're saying that it makes me think of because that's something that god you know we've been talking a lot about it so god's been sort of showing me how there's times in my heart i'm, I'm acting like an orphan or something in my life and I'll have to remind myself, listen, you know, my dad's the king of kings. My father's the king of kings, lord of lords. And he's not panicking, so why should I panic? And he's not surprised by this. He's not surprised by this, so why should I be surprised by this? You know, he doesn't have, just like with my boys, I don't tell them everything we're going to do for them. Because sometimes they'll, even if we tell them, like even with this cruise we just went on, we didn't tell them we were going on a cruise till you know, about a month or so or two month and a half probably before we went on the cruise because we didn't want them asking us every day about the cruise. Yeah. We, They'd want to know every detail, every detail. And and God probably de- deals the same with us too, is he's not going to tell us every detail because if we, we're not going to, he likes to surprise us mm-hmm. a good, you know, fathers like to surprise their, their kids mm-hmm. with good gifts. Yeah. They like seeing that excitement and that, awe and that wonder and and when we dig our roots deep like we see in this scripture and we find our source in him you know we we won't be shaken up by the hard things we're like well god's gonna do something awesome through Mm -hmm. this i don't know what god has planned but he's gonna take care of me because i'm his son or i'm his daughter what does it look like for you to have your roots go deep for me um you know, I'll just be honest with you. A couple of months ago, God really started working on me to start praying more and just spending time with Him more, and getting out of that orphan mentality more. And I've I've gotten to allow me to get to a place when I was praying that that when because we are going through a few things right now in our lives that that we're not going to share on the air, but we're going through some things right now that that normally would really, really shaken me up. But because a couple of months ago, God, I, I, and that's the cool thing about him being my father is he saw, he knows what's about to hit us. And he prepares and he'll you for prepare it. us if, and if we let him, if we let him, if we're focused on him and, and tuning in. And so my, I feel like our, my prayer time and then not, not only my prayer time, but then your private time as well. Like you were diving in and studying books, listening to messages, Praying, we had like almost like a spiritual revolution in our house, even though we weren't like not spiritual people, not mm-hmm. good people, whatever. But God took us deeper, and then revival. We hit this, and it's like, oh, well, this stinks, but God's got this. Mm-hmm. And even though I've had some anxiety in the last last few weeks and in my life, I, I keep coming back. Okay, God's gonna take care of me, and mm-hmm. it's because of what He showed me when I was praying. He showed me. I started doing this Bible study, getting into this book, and so I'm now deeper into the Word because of this Bible study I'm doing. Um, The book's called Finding, uh, Exploring the Book, and it's a really intense Bible study. You have to like read the chap each book. Like that's more for preachers, though, right? Uh, Yes and no. I mean, I think anybody could get a lot out of it. I mean, isn't like exegesis basically? No, it's more. um, It's more of an overview of like. like the first cha- first study is usually an overview of the whole book, and then the he goes into a little bit more depth in each section. Uh, 
in each um, uh, study. To me, I, I thought it was like like pretty deep. It is deeper. Yeah. But makes you it makes you read the Bible more. That's the thing, and you go a little deeper in. And but doing that has also helped my roots go further. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've also heard somewhere that um, sometimes what causes the roots of trees go deep is when they have when to the, search for water more and to search harder for water because mm-hmm. they're hitting a season of drought. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think at one point in our life in the last year and a half, we hit a spiritual drought. Mm-hmm. I think and God that forced us to go deeper or like the Bible, like the scripture stay says shallow and fall over. Or we could have stayed shallow and just fallen away. And so I think that's what it comes down to. And um, I want to challenge you guys is if you're facing a hard time today, you have a choice. Mm-hmm. You can either go after God or you can stay shallow. Mm-hmm. You can dig deep and find the living water that's a little bit further down. Or you can, or you can just stay on the surface, and risk falling away from, uh, falling away from God, or just becoming bitter with the church, bitter with God, bitter with the world. Um, and, and so, you know, that's one thing that has really been challenging me. Is like, are you gonna go that's deeper, awesome, babe. or are you gonna stay shallow? Are you gonna stay where you're at? That's good. And so, um, and so I think that's what God's been ta- exploring, you, challenging you with your Finding Father book mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It has been. What's the most powerful thing you've studied so far in your Finding Father book? What's the, probably the most influential thing that's happened to you there? Well, they have you do a scale where one to ten, ten is daughter, one is orphan, mm-hmm. or for you it'd be ten is son and one yeah. is orphan, and you rate yourself on various aspects. Mm. Of being an orphan versus a, so you can be, nobody's like all of one or, you know, it's not black and white. It's like you can be a five or a six out of 10 or whatever. And yeah, um, there's some things that I'm not an orphan in, you know, yeah, there's some things I am. So yeah, it's just been interesting to kind of look at it from really different angles and, um, yeah, I was just thinking about a sermon that the author's husband did, kind of going through those pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. Um, I might post that in the show notes so you can kind of get a little overview of what I'm talking about. And then um, you can see what that's about. But anyways, let's wrap up, babe. Yes. Um, why don't you pray for us? And yeah. um, then we'll Before say I do that, I want us to, I want to plug, we're going to, post our survey again yes and so if you have any thoughts any questions any prayer requests anything you want to do to communicate with us um you know let us know through that it's survey just a few questions yeah. and it would take about two minutes and i think there's a there's a, a comment section at the end right or is there not i'm not sure i have to look again we're not sure but if there's not then email us I'm at, pretty sure there is. You can either email us at, at the, you can email us at the website, uh, eaglesviewchurch.com slash backslash contact us. us. And it'll come straight to us. Um, or, you know, if you're Facebook friends with us, send us a message. Yeah. But uh, please do the survey, even if you don't have any suggestions. We would like to get demographics on our listeners. Um, so we'd like to just learn more about you. And so it would really help us out a ton if you guys would just click on that link and take two minutes yeah, and do that it survey. It takes maybe even less than two minutes. But yeah. if you can do that survey for us, that'd questions. be awesome. We appreciate it so much. All right. Well, let me pray and uh, and 
we will talk to you guys next week. Lord, I thank you for this these amazing listeners that we have. Lord, I pray there, God, that you'll help help us to have said something that will bless their hearts, or God, that'll challenge them, that'll um, help them to look and, and see, am I am I living like an orphan? Am I living shallow? Or am I allowing my roots to go deep? And I'm living like a son or a daughter of Christ. Lord, I pray, Lord God, for freedom. I pray, Lord God, for hope. And I pray, Lord God, for for joy to come into our listeners today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week.